You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training. Welcome to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training. My name is Aaron Armstrong, one of the members of the Gospel Project team. This week we are in the second session of From Creation to Chaos, the fall volume of the Gospel Project for Adults. This week's session is titled Made in His Image, which focuses on the creation of the first humans. So it's the second half of the creation account. And in our time in the passage, we're spending a great deal of time primarily going from verse 26 of chapter 1 through to the end of chapter 2. So here are three things that you need to know, read, and do as you prepare to lead your group through this session. First, you're something to know. This session deals heavily with the concept of being made in God's image. Now, the the term image bearer is one that we often gloss over in Christian circles, and we need to be careful to avoid that. And so you're going to want to what you're going to want to do is carefully read the commentary on page 23 of your leader guide, which gives a solid working definition of what this means, which is that to be made in God's image is to have been created to show the rest of creation something of what God is like. And we've intentionally left this very open because whether you point to our capacity for moral reasoning, our relational nature, our creative abilities, or something else altogether, all of these are rooted in our nature as beings made in his image, and they all play a role in our mission to make Christ known to all. Secondly, and probably more challenging, uh, the there is an element of this session that deals with the nature of men and women, um, both in terms of the fact that God made two genders, only two. And so we that in itself, which even five years ago was not terribly controversial, um, has increasingly become a, a point of contention in the broader culture. And so we, we want to make sure that our groups fully understand that the way that we have been made is not by accident and it is not um, it is not happenstance, but we have intentionally been made to be both male and female. And whichever one we are is the way that God has intended us. So there is so there is that aspect of it. But not only has he made us male and female as men and women, um, he has also made us male and female as equal and yet distinct image bearers of God. And so again, this is a place where you're going to want to read your commentary on page 25 very closely because we've tried to make sure that uh, this reality of equality with distinction is clear, that both men and women are fully and equally and completely made in the image of God, that both are called to live joyfully under the rule of Christ. Um, What that looks like for each one of us is different, even as you appropriately emphasize the reality that they are partners in the work of having dominion over creation. And that that phrase is important in and of itself, but um, because I don't want this podcast to be, you know, an hour long 
I'm going to I'm going to leave a few things for for you to explore more deeply in your leader guide. Nevertheless, it's important to recognize that um that men and women were created not to be um subservient to one another but to be partners together in the work of um having dominion over creation of of seeking to to help creation flourish in the way that God intended. Um, and so you so we we have to emphasize this and we have to have to have to throw in every caveat that is is necessary um, in part because this is something that we're all prone to forget. Um, and when we do forget this equality with distinction, we can fall into two, equal but opposite errors. One of those errors is to overemphasize the distinction between male and female and place women in a play, in a position of lesser value or subjugation, which is both unhealthy unhealth, and sinful because it ignores or, or minimizes the value scripture places on women. And one of those key things that you need to remember, and we do talk about this in the session as well, is that Women are called, yes, are called helper in in the text of Scripture, but the word that's there is the exact same one that is used for the Holy Spirit. And so for God himself to identify one of the persons of, of God, the Holy Spirit, with this same word that is used used for women, we need to take that seriously, and we need to recognize that this is not um, a helper in a in a subservient sense, but it is um, it is an equal. There is an equality there. Now, the second error that we can fall into, if if um, overemphasizing the distinction between men and women is one error, the the second is to minimize those distinctions. Um, that scripture does describe and demonstrates, suggesting that such things are either merely cultural um, or are, you know, are, are misreadings of the text when they really aren't. So instead, we need to insist on holding to the truth that scripture presents, that men and women are fully and equally image bearers of God, and that at the same time, God has designed each of us to distinctly reflect something of his nature into the world. And there are ways that the women in your groups, that they can reflect God's image in, in that are unique to them, that the men in your group cannot. And those aren't simply uh, due to biology, and uh, they are also due to their personalities and their unique giftings. And so we need to we need to honor those things and we need to recognize those things and celebrate them as well. And we need to make sure that it is clear within our, within our groups and within our churches that there is no place for any sort of subjugation or um, demeaning attitude when it comes to how we respond to one another and how we treat one another that um, that women are seen as partners with us in the work of making Christ known. 
And so there's also a leader pack that item that we have included to help further drive this point home as well. And so do do if you don't get the leader pack, do get that because it is so valuable. There are many different resources that we create for every session that uh, I trust that you'll find valuable. So that's your something to know. Your something to read is there is an article that um, you'll find in our additional resources on gospelproject.com that hopefully will be very helpful to you as you prepare for this session. Um, this article is about how we exercise dominion and what that means for us today. This can be a tricky topic since it's one that, like so many others, around our fundamental nature and purposes can be taken to some really unhealthy places if not properly understood. Dominion doesn't mean that we can do whatever we want in and with the world. But it also doesn't mean that we are subservient to the world, um, that we're just one more piece in the, you know, in this this cosmic soup that we're all fundamentally equal in. It's it's not like that. There is a distinction between humanity and the rest of creation, although we are still created beings. And there in itself is another way that we, in, in a very small way, um, reflect God's nature as the one who is truly and fully distinct from his creation because he is uncreated. He, is always ex- he has always existed. And he made everything. He's outside of creation despite being intimately involved with it. So when it comes back to this, this idea of of doing whatever we want and and being sub- subservient to it, this this either or, this really false dichotomy. What we need to recognize here is that the discussions that that happen in this is that those two really are more the extreme views that typify the discussion around how we should treat the environment. But properly understood to exercise dominion means that we are responsible for cultivating God's creation as stewards. And that goes well beyond um, merely our responsibility for for using the world's natural resources, although it does include that, it includes and it includes and affects everything from the environment to how we create culture, and to multiplying both biologically and spiritually, and and so many more things beyond that. So take some time to read that article. Again, you'll find it in the additional resources on gospelproject.com. You may even find it in the show notes for this episode as well. Now for your something to do. In the extras section of this session on page 29 of your leader guide, you're going to see a recommendation to watch a video called Torah Tuesday Genesis 126. This is a video that features Old Testament scholar Carmen Joy Imes um, and as she discusses what it means to be made in the image of and likeness of God according to this one verse, according to Genesis 1.26. So at a minimum, here's what I would suggest. I would encourage that you watch this for your own benefit because it's really informative. It's really, really helpful. But on top of that, I would strongly consider showing this actually to your group if you think that they will, will will find some value in it because it can add to what is going to be a a very fruitful discussion um, about our fundamental nature um, as human beings, as image bearers of God, people made in God's image. So as always, 
This has been a fair bit to cover as we've looked at something to know, something to read, and something to do. But I do trust that it will be both that it will both add to your preparation and help you determine what you need to focus your focus on in your time together. So know that as you prepare, our team is praying for you, for you as you prepare to point your group to Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.